Welcome to the AVA Journal Legal Rebels podcast, where we talk to men and women who are remaking the legal profession, changing the way the law is practiced, and setting standards that will guide us into the future. Hi, I'm Molly McDonough, editor and publisher of the ABA Journal. This week I'm catching up with ABA Journal legal rebels who made their way to Tech Show in Chicago this year. In today's chat, I'm visiting with Ed Walters, one-time Big Law Associate and co-founder of the legal research service Fastcase. He was named a Legal Rebels Trailblazer in October. And also here with us is Kevin O'Keefe, founder of Lexblog and one of our first Legal Rebels in 2009. Uh, welcome to the show, Ed and Kevin. Thank you, Molly. How cool. Yeah. I get to be with like the most network lawyer in the world and the big boss of the ABA Journal. This is so cool. On Legal I'm Talk Network. so excited to have you guys here. And so much has happened with just with Fastcase since October and, oh my gosh, since 2009 with uh, Lexblog. I can't even believe it's been that long since we've had a chance to really talk to you about what's going on. Uh, so I really wanted to dive right in and uh, talk to you about kind of what's new with your companies. Kevin, you got more to tell. Not really. You got a lot going on. It, it, it kicks out more releases than I do. <laughs> I, I think we're good for about one a year on my blog. No, I mean, Molly, it's been, you know, I don't know when we crossed paths with the ABA Journal years ago. Um, you know, Lexbox's been around for 13 years, um, come another month. And it, it certainly changed. Um, well, happy anniversary. O- over time. Um, you know, at one time, it was, you know, we were doing blog by blog by blog. Um, right. And it became in, unsustainable. Um, so the more successful we are, the harder it got to do business and the less profitable it was. So from our, what we did was we basically built software in order to service our clients and allow it to scale up. And that's changed things a lot. So a real heavy investment in 2015 that blossomed in 2016, you know, has allowed us to do some different things. You know, one, to be able to provide you know, better software to our clients for publishing um, at lower costs and to put features into it and do regular upgrades. You know, so one of the things that Ed and I were talking about years and years ago would, was, you know, Ed came to me and said, would bloggers blog better, you know, if their, if their insight and commentary was displayed next to primary law? What we were able to do was to take the first step where there's a citator built into Lexbox, so where it's the only blogging platform in which a lawyer can put the name of a case look up a reg, code, whatever, um, state and federal, and up down will come a drop-down box right in the blogging window, and they'll get to say, do I want to put the full citation in, or do I want to link uh, to the citation from the words that I've used? And then it opens up in that browser window for for the user, um, and they'll get the content from uh, Fastcase. And rather than, the struggle before is that LexisNexis and Read Elsevier or anybody else you know, sells legal research. So rather than allow us to have our law for free, they've taken it and then they sell it back to us. Um, and it should be free. And so Ed's a great partner to be working with in that regard. Yeah, it pops open in a window, whether you've got like a fast case subscription or not, you get the case through Lexblog and uh, authors can write about it substantively and it pulls open into like a free outside of the paywall window that anybody in the world can see. So, so how long have you been working on this? This You've been talking about it for years, but um, just this is really recent. You just announced this within the last month, right? Yeah, it's so cool. We've had this API for a while, and uh, uh, we've talked about it for years. We've never really kind of had the, the room to do it. And I think your team built it in like a couple of months. It was like a, like a couple of weeks they just... And it, it's awesome. It looks yeah. really cool. Yeah, because the, the, you know the toughest. You know, it's not the toughest thing, but you is you have software. You know, you have a product roadmap, 
and then things go into the product roadmap, and then they have to be scheduled to go into sprints. You know, so the uh, Fastcase has been on the roadmap for a while, and then was scheduled into sprints for the developers, designer uh, to work on it. And the neat thing about having software is most companies that are doing web development, like people here that are selling websites and whatnot, they have a designer do Photoshop, Photoshop design files, they then have a developer develop that, and it can take two or three days. Um, and then the problem is all of your developers are working on that. They're not working on the underlying software that people are using. So you can't improve the software, and it's outdated from the day it starts. Um, so people are selling things they're outdated. So could you imagine Microsoft being here and saying, you know, we have Office 365, but your version is going to be two years old, and we won't be updating it along the way. Would that be okay? But if you want to make it look nicer, in three years we'll give you the updated version. We've eliminated that. So what we can do then is to drop in Fastcase and say, okay, inside a sprint, we'll have a designer design the window, work with the developers and product director and say, this is how it's going to work. And you have a product director that he's not a lawyer, so he's got to go out and educate himself as to what legal research is. Right. You know, how, how is legal research done? Uh, how do people's minds work? And then he's got to communicate with people on, our, on uh, the network as lawyers and say, what do you think? Um, so we can get smarter. Molly, look at what Kevin has done since 2009. I mean, Lexblog is no longer kind of a blogging service. It is a platform, a network, a publishing company, a software company. I mean, it's matured so much in that time that I, I've just been told, Kevin tells me, there are more blog posts, there are more articles written about law in the Lexblog network every day than there are articles in the New York Times on a daily basis. How cool is that? that yeah, it's you know, it's an, an amazing uh, publishing platform, and, I, and I'm uh, curious, how many blogs do you have now on your network? I don't know, you know somewhere north, well over a thousand. We, um, we do a Blog 100 every year, and I know we have a, a significant number of our um, Blog 100 uh, honorees each year come from the Lexblog network. They're really high-quality blogs. We, we try, but you know you struggle because you're, you know, the marketers are spending misinformation about traffic is the number one goal. And I, you know, I think lawyers know, and you know from practicing lawyer, you didn't put up a billboard to get work for your firm. <laughs> right. <laughs> and, so, and what's happening is that some people think that blogging is about words to get attention, and therefore, if people come by our site and see the telephone number, of the bios, they'll call us. So that's that's well, that's a continuing struggle, and I'm sure it is for you because you go, the ABA Journal is. goes and looks at all these blogs, bring them in the directory. Right, and it's and it's easy to kind of uh, go through the ones and say, oh, you know, maybe occasionally there's a good post, but really, when the focus is on on um, on just marketing, it's it's not as valuable. Uh, for, for what we're looking for. Um, but I, I think that one of the things we like is that um, you blog uh, about the blogs. Right. And so that's a good spotter for us. A meta blogger. <laughs> right. <laughs> Molly, you, I, let me turn the, the microphone on you. I mean, you've, <laughs> you've monitored this for years, right? You've done the, the blog 100. Like, how do you think law blogs have changed over that time? Um, that I was going to ask you that question, um, but uh, <laughs> you, you see, you see you're as expert much as anybody. anybody. <laughs> um, you know, I, I done. I did a, a couple years ago. I did a state of the legal blogosphere uh, piece for the journal, and uh, and and I really started looking at it. And uh, a 
and wanted to see if law blogging was uh, dwindling. And, it, uh, and I don't think it is. I think it is changing. It's evolved. I think more firms are, are blogging, more lawyers are blogging. What I was seeing is that a lot of the kind of early opinionated blogs are not as prevalent, uh, but that a lot of the niche, uh, really good information about law and legal services and information are, are flourishing. And um, and there are a few that are my favorites, um, but I, I don't have to get into to them. But one is Marler Blog. Yeah. Um, I really think that he's done a fantastic job with his blogs, um, talking about food safety and making himself an expert in the area. Um, and that and he's a great example of, of someone who uh, has has really used blogging to take it to a new level. I think it's interesting how writing about a topic. Um, not only reflects expertise, but it also builds expertise. Yeah. You know, people who are semi-experts in something will write about it for a while, and the act of researching about it and writing about it makes them more expert, makes them a better right. lawyer and counsel. Right, and that's uh, Hillary Bricken from uh, Canada Law Blog is one of uh, is a great example of that, and she uh, really developed her practice through her blog, uh, and I I, th I think that's a that's a great model too. Yeah. Um, do you have anything else you want to say about what, what's going on with Fastcase? I mean, we we just talked to you about it. So uh, yeah, in, in October we have a podcast, but right. We, um, there are a couple of new things. Um, I mean, I, I want to just add one more thing to what Kevin was saying before. I think this LexBlog partnership is really important. There's so much expertise reflected by real lawyers in their blogs uh, about an area that they really are the world's expert. And I want to pull that expertise into Fastcase. So the, the next step of this partnership is that we're going to jointly curate the best legal posts about the law, and we're going to index that and serve it up in Fastcase. If someone wow, is doing... That's a, that's a big change. That's a big... It is. Um, if someone is doing research and there's a blog post that really synthesizes their issue, instead of stitching it together themselves, they can draw on the expertise of LexBlog bloggers. And my hope is that it is a virtuous cycle, right? Then lawyers who know their stuff can be published in Fastcase will write more and better posts, more expertise that they get to develop in the LexBlog network that then gets syndicated out through Fastcase to expert counsel around the world. So I, I hope there is a kind of a virtuous cycle there where more and better expertise gets shared on LexBlog and reflected in Fastcase. And this is an exciting time for you getting into the content business then. It is. So um, if you look at the, we asked people who subscribe to Fastcase, what took you so long, right? Why have you been clinging so tightly to a legacy platform? We've been here for like 17 years. And what they tell us is um, the, the two big things are the editorial citator uh, and secondary materials. I need expert treatises about the law. And so I want to take those away. I don't want those to be reasons to cling to legacy platforms. So over the next uh, year, 18 months, we're really going to focus hard on expert secondary content. We're going to be adding things like blog posts, uh, state bar association practice books. But also, I think we're going to start developing our own secondary materials in Fastcase. Checklists, forms, but also treatises. So we're gonna license some of the best treatises in the world, put them in Fastcase, and where we can't license them, we're gonna build them. And we're gonna work with you know, uh, law professors and lawyers and build the treatises that everybody wants. They're gonna be the best in the market. I mean, we're, we're, we're not gonna compete in places where we can't be the best, 
our, our citator is going to be the measurably best algorithmic big data citator. It's going to be better than any citator out there. And the secondary materials that we author, you watch. They're going to be the best treatises about law in the world, in the history of the universe. Yeah, as, as, <laughs> sometimes prone to overstatement. Let's go in the full circle. You know, uh, uh, you know get research you know, online, making it freely available through bar associations and whatnot. And you make software that makes the use of the research easier for people, because um, software really becomes the difference as opposed to just the commodity of research. And he's going back, you know, into the harvesting uh, relationships um, and people he can go out and get uh, to write, you know, in what are traditional treatises um, and to put that information in, in people's hands. And it'll be interesting. Now, and I'm sitting here over on the side of. I want people to think out loud on a blog. I right. want to provide their insight right. and commentary. But what Ed's going to be doing by curating the content, if you think back to the days where if I'm doing research in my office late at night and I'm and I reading a case or reading code, everything's annotated. You know, and I go down the annotations and up comes American Law Review. And I go, holy cow, a lawyer's written the pro and the con on this right. side. And a lot of it would come from law professors or different, you know, very academic things. Well, that's all going to be online because we'll be able to take the insight and commentary coming from bloggers. So the onus is on LexBlog now to go out and get more people to blog. <clears throat> so that's why, you know, we made you know, every law school, it's free. They get free use of our platform for law students, so cool. law professor, uh, administrators. And, you know, so far we're now up to about five or six law schools. We've launched it really informally. I haven't made a big deal of it, but people use it. So McGeorge is involved, Fordham's involved, Michigan State's involved. Um, that's awful that I can't remember the two other schools. Everybody's going to be but, involved. Right. But now the, now the key is to go out and get law professors in mass to start using our platform because they tend to use things that aren't regularly updated and don't perform, and they don't have a citator in it. So they're using that. That's troublesome. Right. So Ed's platform could be a real, like he said, you know, circular. You're going to get more people to produce content once you right. display it because why would you want to provide insight and commentary at a place that isn't displayed where the law is. You're sitting there writing about codes, regs, cases, and people are doing research, and you're not there. That, right. I want Fast Case to be law's front door. You know, I want it to be Fast Case first, Westlaw next. That's all the time we have for today. Uh, thank you so much. Uh, I'm Molly McDonough, and you've been listening to a special tech show edition of the ABA Journal's Legal Rebels podcast, Ed and Kevin. I have one last question. If uh, our listeners want to follow up and, and hear more about, uh, about you and your companies, how can they reach you, Kevin? Just Google Real Lawyers. And uh, my blog will be at the top, and all contact information would show up from there. <laughs> you can also follow Kevin because you're connected to him. He's like the most connected lawyer in North right. America. But they can also find it at lexblog.com. But real lawyers, we still rank number one. Yeah. <laughs> Fantastic. And you, Ed? Uh, you can find uh, all of our stuff at fastcase.com, uh, on Twitter, at fastcase. Okay, great. I want to thank Ed and Kevin for joining us today and our listeners for tuning in. If you like what you've heard today, please subscribe and rate us on iTunes. We look forward to you joining us for another episode of the ABA Journal Legal Rebels podcast. If you'd like more information about today's show, please visit LegalRebels.com, LegalTalkNetwork.com, subscribe via iTunes and RSS, find both the ABA Journal and Legal Talk Network on Twitter, Facebook, and LinkedIn, or download the free apps from ABA Journal and Legal Talk Network in Google Play and iTunes. 
The views expressed by the participants of this program are their own and do not represent the views of, nor are they endorsed by, Legal Talk Network, its officers, directors, employees, agents, representatives, shareholders, and subsidiaries. None of the content should be considered legal advice. As always, consult a lawyer.